In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow with host Aileen Drexler. I'm having a relationship with my pizza. In a world where wellness looks perfect on Instagram. Just doing my workout. Tuesday's arms and back. But feels anything but in real life. Is butter a carb? Yes. This is the podcast exploring the emotional side of well-being. I would be proud to partake of your pecan pie. From people who understand the struggle. I am on the third day of my cleanse diet. Hello and welcome back to DST. I'm your host, Aileen. And on today's Dear DST, I am joined by the famous Sammy Sage. (laughs) I'm so excited. We've been having so much fun. I'm back for seconds. Like, why not do a DST Thursday episode together? And we just came back from a trip, so we'd have lots to chat. So, hi. Hi. I'm back. I'm excited. I'm excited to be back on Dear DST. We are going to be, you know, dispensing the advice um, for the Back for Seconds listeners. Hello again. Hello again. Um, For the non-Back for Seconds listeners, hello again. Just less (laughs) recently. (laughs) I'm back, bitches. But you're not back as in for just this episode. Yes. For anybody who doesn't know, Sammy and I do, we release two episodes, new episodes a month on our premium DST channel. It's called DST Back for Seconds. It's $2.99 a month. You get two full episodes of me and Sammy chatting, talking about real personal stuff, and um, you get no ads. And you get the regular DST episodes, Thursdays and Sundays, a day early. So just, just putting that out there. There's also a free trial. You could try it for like a week, see if you like it, see if it's your thing, that's, I think, one of the best parts about it. And yeah, I mean, we Dude. definitely we we definitely get into the more like nitty-gritty personal stuff on there, talking about sort of like the ebbs and flows of what we're dealing with in the body image and the, you know, body change realm. Family life. Family <laughs> life, how it affects the way we think of ourselves. So yeah. it's just uh it's it's an interesting time. Just wanted to put that out there because I know like a lot of you said you miss Sammy. I obviously miss Sammy too. She gets to talk to me other times though. You don't have to miss her. You can just subscribe and you can hear our chats together. Do you feel at all like like us, um, our promotion of this Back for Seconds is sort of like the, I'm sorry, if not, no worries version of asking people to, <laughs> to subscribe. Do you know? Like, can I have this? I'm sorry to bother you. Will you please subscribe? If, if not, not no, worries. no worries. Yeah, we'll do this episode <laughs> yeah. anyway. <laughs> yeah. Thanks anyway. Yeah. Anytime I ask for reviews on the uh, At Betches podcast, I feel like that's how I ask. I'm like, you know, no problem if not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's a problem. Um, yeah, no, I feel like we're going to have fun today. And also, we just got back from LA. We went to see Jordana's 
and Jared's You Up live show in LA. It was so good. We made a little trip to it. We saw all of our faux pas team out there and it was just a great little trip. And we saw a bunch of celebs, which is such a fun part of going to LA. We kept a list. I have it in my notes app just because every time we would review, we would always forget and like you gotta, you gotta have the memories. Right. We would we would be constantly going over the status of who we've seen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're like Arya Stark, but the opposite. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, because here's the thing: if we didn't keep this list, now if we want a reference in six months, what celebrities did we see in five uh-huh. years? What celebrities did we see? Hopefully, Apple will still be dominant or not. I don't know. <laughs> they didn't destroy the notes app. But at least for a few months, potentially years, we have access to the celebrities we saw on this trip. And I there were good ones. Head. Yeah, really good okay, ones. Okay. So can I quiz you on them? Can you remember them all? Yes. Okay. Go. Okay. Well, I technically didn't see Ellen Pompeo, but you saw Ellen Pompeo. I included all of ours together. Combined like, list. So your memories are mine. <laughs> in this case, yeah. Okay. We saw Josh Flagg, aka you saw Josh Flagg. Um, we saw Ben Stein. Yes. As Twice. in Bueller. He was there Bueller. yesterday also. Oh, he was. We saw, okay, obviously we saw Chris Hemsworth, which was like the best thing in the world. And then crazy, the next day he went to, there was a Thor premiere. He was getting ready. Yeah, I think that it was like a weird meeting. It was like a short, weird meeting. They moved around a lot. Yeah, they kept moving. Um, we saw Steve Urkel. <laughs> yeah. We saw, um, well, I saw Kathy Hilton. She was on my flight. She's on the list. She's on the list. We got to talk about that. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, am I? How many am I missing? Like one, right? You're missing... Well, okay. Then there's like the minor celebs that were only important to us, I which are sort of like, those. we're not counting those. <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> we saw, okay, I'll give you a hint. We saw him at the restaurant that Julia hated. Oh, yes. The Utz guy from Mad Men. <laughs> yes. The Utz guy from Mad Men. Um, you got the whole list. That's the whole list. Yeah. Minus the minor celebrities. Yeah. Those aren't celebrities to me, so I'm not counting them. <laughs> I think they are. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's embarrassing. It's too embarrassing for me to name this as celebrities on this podcast. You're Hence right. why they're not celebrities. <laughs> yes. So my flight was like so, so delayed. And I was like really I, – I got to the flight, the delayed flight. And I got – it was at night. I wanted to get home by night so like I could get sleep and, you know, wake up with um, my daughter. But but no, my flight was delayed till 9 p.m. <laughs> L.A. time. And – I went up to the thing and I was like, why are we not like they, they, when I got to the gate, I was ready to go. The the guy made an announcement. I thought he was going to make an announcement. We're boarding. He goes, um, so we have refreshments and snacks here for everyone. I was like, oh shit. That means we are not boarding. That's what they do when they're like, I know you're about to spend 24 hours here. Here's some pretzels. That's when I was like, oh shit. So I go to the front because I was like, I haven't been here for a little bit. Can you tell me like what's going on? And in that moment, I realized, holy shit, Kathy Hilton is standing right next to me doing the same thing to the other um, like gate agent, airport woman. Gate, so yeah. <laughs> gate agent, also known as gate agent. And I immediately got so excited because I was like, I don't fucking care what I'm leaving. Again. I'm watching. Yeah. Kathy <laughs> so I like go and sort of stare at her. <laughs> for a little. 
I don't talk to her. She's really pissed. Um, but she's with her husband and I was really surprised they aren't flying private. So I was just used that opportunity just to stare. They moved our gate like seven times. We moved our, changed our airplane seven times. Nevertheless, I left. I wa- saw her get on the plane and I think she knew that I was staring at her. <laughs> I was not subtle about Really? It. You think she's that? Like, I, I always I perceive her as being sort of oblivious. She was a little oblivious, but she, like, made eye contact with me. Maybe you should have been like, hi. You should have waved when she made eye contact. I just, like, looked away. She wants more people to know who she is. Hence, Paris in love. The real house of Beverly Hills. I know. Bills. And she was like, also, like, just sta- walking back and forth constantly. She was really concerned with the order in which people were boarding <laughs> Let the lifeboats be seated according to class. And the other thing was that she flies with like really cute Im- personal embroidered pillows. <laughs> Are they monograms? I didn't see a monogram, but she gave one to her husband and they both slept on them. They have different patterns and they had like that like squiggly like border. <laughs> and I just, it was like really entertaining. I just thought that was so funny. But like being on an overnight flight with like a celebrity so I feel like it's so intimate because like I saw her like you slept with Kathy Hilton. Yeah, basically. Like I saw her sleeping. Isn't that wild? That's so crazy. This is what <laughs> Kathy Hilton looks like when she sleeps. I didn't really see it was dark. Did she bring her box fan? Do they have somewhere to char- plug that in? I mean, I clearly she can sleep without the fan. Just saying. Although the plane does have white noise. So maybe up, you know. She doesn't need the fan on the plane. Doesn't need the fan. But anyway, that was like really funny slash exciting and entertaining all at once. Fun trip. What a fun trip. It feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some to my friend who is fostering kittens and it is the only thing they will eat. It comes in these pate packages and you scoop it and you just feel like you're a chef for your baby kitties and they j'adore it. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now is the time to make the switch to Smalls. Head to smalls.com slash DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order plus free shipping, baby. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. 
Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to newly, that's N U U L Y.com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N U U L Y.com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Do you have a DST win from the trip? Hmm. I wish I had known that I should have been thinking about that. Um, hmm. What's my win? Oh, I know. I'll share mine in the meantime. I, you know, for so many episodes, I've been saying that I'm going to eventually go to like a hot yoga class. I should go do some yoga. My joints are fucking in pain. <laughs> and my uh, our friend Alexa, who came on the trip with us, she asked me like, do I want to go to this hot yoga class? It's called Urban 728 in LA. And I was like, I guess like, yeah, let me just say yes. Mm-hmm. And then just deal with the consequences of like the That's next- That's why I say I no. Because I, I know I don't want to deal with the consequences. <laughs> <laughs> so I said yes. And I was so nervous I was going to pass out. But I did the class and I did feel like I was going to pass out for in one time. But I really enjoyed it. And I was so drip sweat, but it felt really good because- like I was like, I felt like I was wringing out my body, like, cause there's so many twists and turns and yeah. like, you know, I got myself into a plank, which I haven't done in a little bit. And it was just, it was like a good feeling to feel a little strong again. And, um, I had good balance, which made me feel really good. Like I, I could do like the fucking balancing act with one leg, you know? Yeah. Oh, the tree. Yeah. The tree pose. And, um, yeah, no, it was so good. And what I loved about the class, which Alexa and I agreed about, which I think mo- more yoga classes need, is that they don't make you repeat anything. Like mm. every flow, you do it once on one leg, once on the other, and then it goes into the next thing. There's no like do this three times. And I loved that because I was, it wasn't like, oh, when is this going to end? When is this going to end? Towards the end, when we were about to stretch, I was like, so glad this is about to end. I'm so glad this is about to end. <laughs> but no, that's my win. I was, I'm was i very proud of myself. That's a great win. I did some yogs. And not to be confused with frozen yogs. Okay, so what is um, – do you have one, Samantha? I mean, I don't really have one, but I I mean, I know I haven't been, any, been here in a while. And I know I've been talking mostly about like my – when I've reviewed vacations, I guess they've all been on back for seconds, right, this year? Yeah, since I haven't been yeah. on this year. And I don't I don't know if I've ever like discussed this on here. Maybe I did around like my honeymoon, but the experience of like vacationing with a feeling of greater body acceptance and more um freedom around food, it just feels like unloading a bag. 
it's like you didn't have to check a bag at the airport and that bag mm-hmm. was full of all your um stress about how stress, you look and yeah. what are you eating and are you getting enough steps in and are you is your routine weird and are you drinking too much and you know yes. I and are you drink and drinking enough water like you know any pretty much any experience that I had had I couldn't separate without bringing that extra checked baggage metaphorically full of all my bullshit yeah. And um, the experience of being, of experiencing leisure without that kind of thing weighing you down, mm-hmm. it's like a new lease on life. Like, like, like leisure, honestly. <laughs> it's not, it's not all of life, but it's like you can soak more satisfaction out of your relaxation time. You were able to go with the flow more yes. without the anxiety of like, am I going off my routine? Am I going to fuck up my 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 life, not my leisure. Like the when I'm back, like right. how is this going to affect me long term? Like that stress when reality, in reality, you know it it doesn't really affect it because it's just a few days and it's a blip and enjoy it. Right. You know, however you want to enjoy it. Like also without that that um fuck it mentality either. Like the opposite mentality. Like right. it's sort of just the, you know, balance conversation. Right. And and the freedom of like clothes and style and just don't care what I look like in pictures. Like I'm not trying to take like 700 alonies. Like yeah. I felt the same exact way. Like I was excited about like what am I going to eat today? I was excited about, you know, what are we going to do today? What am I going to wear? It was like such a, right. a f- I agree with you. Well, it's also like it allows for more room for spontaneity in ways that you don't even realize you were limiting yourself from before. Mm. Like the, should we get a drink before we go out to dinner? No, like back in the day, I would have been like, mm. oh, well, I have to account for like one more drink, like one more hundred more yeah. calories. Like, mm-hmm. oh, are we going to have chips at the drink? At the drink, am I going to have to resist the peanuts? So, like, so that I can, <laughs> I don't yeah. fucking know. Like, and it's just like, you can say, oh, yeah, let's grab a drink without, how is it going to, change what I can consume for the rest of the day. Mm -hmm. And you can really just say like, do I want this or do I not want this? And it, Mm -hmm. I think to like allows you to soak up the relaxation more and like really allows it to like penetrate because you're not freaking out the whole time about this other thing. So I, just the, the feeling of freedom. I know when I do like a Q and a type box on my Instagram, people will ask like, how do you feel about like being on vacation with, food or whatever. So I feel like maybe that was, this is a good time to share that feeling. That's great. I love that one. And we had a good time. So we had a good time. It's all you want. I had a great time. Same. I mean, I I love quality time with friends. (laughs) uh, There is nothing to me like that type of trip where like there's one obligation the whole time. (laughs) You know, I like it when it's short and sweet too. It's like, you know, you're in, you have a great time. You have a, a really great you know, bonding moments too. You relax. We had three full days at the pool. That was what yeah. made it. That's what made it. Yeah. Cause like, even though it was only two nights, we had three uh-huh. full days. Like had we gotten in like in the afternoon, the first day, it wouldn't have felt long enough. And headspace was clear. Like we were like, okay, this is, this is a real, we're going to really take a little break because I've, I felt the weeks coming up to this. I was like, I need a vacation. I need a fucking vacation. I need a vacation. And, um, I was starting to like really lose my mind. Even like our nanny was like, Haley, you need a break. <laughs> Cause I was like yeah. doing things. I'm like, why did I come over here? 
and I like I was I like did a lot of weird stuff <laughs> like yeah. you know scatterbrained sc- very scattered and I was like I need a vacation so it felt really good yeah. and I'm glad we did it together Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, we have a listener DST win. Okay, I'm going to read it. Very excited. Dear Aileen and Sammy today, I've been a DST and subscriber for a while now, and I love being part of the community. Just wanted to share my latest win. For years, I've been putting off therapy, but knew I really should go just to talk through some childhood traumas and, you know, fun stuff like that. I literally had a reminder on my phone to find a therapist for over a year, but was always too lazy and would ignore it. Also, it's so hard to find when you like. So every time I would talk to one and not like them, I just wouldn't feel like starting a combo again. Totally get that feeling. My win is I just made my first appointment with a therapist. I finally made it happen and found one that I relate to. I'm now excited for therapy and to release some of the things stuck inside my head. I'm grateful for podcasts like DST that have helped me realize how important therapy can be for self-growth and I'm ready for this next step. Thanks for the encouragement, love. The lazy bet you finally found a therapist. I love it. Love that. Don't call yourself the lazy bitch because you're not lazy. You don't have, it's not laziness that you don't want to like go drop every Mm -hmm. fact about your family and your history and your childhood and everything that has ever tampered down on like the potential that you feel like you have. Like, I understand not wanting to just drop all that on a stranger in an hour while paying them $200. Like, I see why that is. Um, not something that you're like, I'm pumped to do it. And uh, Mm -hmm. let me get this off my list. Let me just cross it off real quick. So like, you're not lazy. It's really hard to find a good therapist Mm -hmm. and someone who you feel like going to therapy without a therapist you connect with is, it's not totally unproductive, but to find the right therapist who's like going to help you make progress is really not easy. And this is a huge win. I agree. Much bigger than you probably even realize. Totally. It's just something you're just procrastinating on clearly because you're, it was on your reminders for a year. There's a reason why. So um, I agree. You're not lazy at all. And great job. Congrats. Yeah. That first therapy appointment's rough. <laughs> My mom told me she brought an outline to like her last one just because it's easier, you know? It is. Like here are the facts. Like I can't spill it all. Like it's too much to come out. Yes, right. Here, here's the context of my life. Here's my cover letter. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now it is time for Dear DST. Samantha, do you want to read this one? I will read this. Okay. Here we are. I've been listening to DST since it began, and it's easily my favorite pot out there. I always thought I was the only one who had a lot of the thoughts about food and my body that I do, and I can't believe how much I connect with everything you guys share. I've lost 60 pounds in the past few years. I started off losing weight slowly, but this quickly became an obsession and I lost a large proportion of the weight in a pretty unhealthy way. I was under eating and over exercising and I've suffered the consequences. I'm always cold, tired, and I have not had a period in well over a year now. 
I've recently been diagnosed with hypothalamic amenorrhea and been told that I need to gain weight. I think that's when your period stops. My family and close friends are all aware of the situation. One of my friends has been trying different diets for as long as I've known her. And prior to my weight loss, we were around the same size. Recently, she's been asking me for tips on how to lose weight. She told me that she's currently trying to eat 1,200 calories a day because she remembered me saying that this is what I did to lose weight. I've told her that this is way too low and that either her body will go into starvation mode and it wouldn't even help her lose weight, or she would lose weight but suffer the same consequences that I have. She told me that she doesn't care about the consequences as long as she loses weight. First, I'm worried about her. Second, she seems to think that I don't want her to lose weight because I'm telling her not to do what I did. Obviously, I don't think she needs to lose weight, but I understand that if that's what she wants to do, then it's her choice. I just want her to do it safely. Finally, it hurts my feelings. I've confided in her about how being so restricted has negatively impacted my mental and physical health, and she's just dismissing that by saying that she would take the risk if it meant losing weight. I try not to talk to her about this stuff because it's pretty triggering for me, and I feel like it might affect our relationship for a number of reasons. It seems to be all that she wants to talk about right now. I've been in this stage of obsession, so I don't blame her for that. I feel diet culture is stealing my friend away from me. How would you approach the situation? I'd appreciate any advice that you guys have. Love from the UK from a betch who wants her friend back. Yeah. Wow, that's that's hard. This is one of those like really under-discussed elements, I think, of young adult friendship among people who struggle with this like us. Mm-hmm. Because first of all, I do think that uh, people who have similar struggles do tend to sort of like bond and walk together yeah. over it. Yeah. And I completely understand why this is really tough for both of them. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think that what you, there's really nothing that you can do besides like not give her tips. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If she directly, I would just kind of let her figure it out and also try to be very conscious of the way that you act around her in terms of like not being judgmental of her actions because you know that eventually she might come come to you with like, I kind of feel like shit and blah, blah, blah. Like, so it's not like, it's not like an I told you so situation, right? Like be open to, you know, just still being her friend, whatever, I would just, unless it's like so triggering that you can't be around her because that's all she talks about, then I would keep a slight, slight, slight distance. Right. That's, that's my thoughts on, on it. What do you think? I feel like this goes so much deeper, probably in their friendship. Like I'm sure that when first 1200 calorie girl was losing weight. Yeah. Second 1200 calorie girl was like probably feeling like I I probably have to do that. I have to do that too. Like how can I do it? Maybe she wasn't like in the place where she was ready to to do that much restriction. But now that she is, she's invested herself more by her actions. So every day that she's like sticking to this 1200 calorie diet, like I'm sure that in order to do that, like her certainty in her mind that she needs to do that and that this is a good thing and that she's getting results is growing yeah, because she's getting reinforcement from it when she looks in the mirror or gets on the scale. What she's experiencing is not something that you telling her like I'm freezing and I stopped my period. Like part of having these struggles is that like you think that they're good in a way you think like, Oh, if I'm hungry, Mm -hmm. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. Like, I think there's so much more here that, the writer who probably has her own struggles with it is like triggered by her friend and her friend is triggered by her. 
And I don't know what to like do to or say to get them out of that cycle other than to just acknowledge that it's sort of like you're not the only one going through this. Like you're not alone in dealing right. with these dynamics. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think that the girl who the writer in the writer in her, the writer in her, um, can like if it's so triggering, she can have a conversation with her. Like, like, listen, I'm not trying to change anything you're doing. I get it. Like, you do what you want to do. Absolutely. It's just that, like, when we talk about these things, like, I'm currently struggling with it so much, and I've just been told I need to gain weight, and I lost my period. So, like, if we can curb the amount of conversation together that we have around this that would be like really helpful for me because it's really, it's making me like suffer a little bit more. Not because like anything you're doing is wrong because you do your thing and I'm not judging you in any way. Like it's just really about like, I really want us to be friends and I want us to keep talking all the time. Like we do, I want us to maintain our friendship, but it just is hard to do that when I'm going through like literally the kind of the other end of this. So like, right. That I would, I would have, if it's getting so bad for you, like I would have that really like kind of straightforward conversation, but again, one that does not include make her feel like you're judging her in any way for her actions because you know, I, I might be projecting, but if I'm the writer in her, <laughs> my response might be like, and maybe this is just kind of how I re- respond to a situation like immediately is like, well, she's just going to think that I'm saying that because I'm jealous because I have to gain weight and she's successfully losing weight. And I just know she's going to think that I'm jealous of her and I don't even think it's worth addressing because she's just going to write it off as this other thing. You think that that's the other one would say that? No, she wouldn't say it to this friend's face. Think it, think it that like, I mean, that's kind of what she's implying. Like, she seems to think I don't want her to lose weight because I'm telling her not to do what I did. So her, like, this is just based on like that, that her friend, if I'm this writer in her, I'm thinking my friend thinks that I don't want her to lose weight because it's some sort of like competition. Now, like she'll be the thin one. And like, because I need to gain weight, I'll be the not thin one. Right. But I mean, like, I'm just saying, I'm just trying to preempt like what her fear right. of why she might be afraid to present that because of what the response. But or, she like, also does say like, I don't, obviously I, I don't think she needs to lose weight, but I understand if that's what she wants, then it's her choice. I just want her to do it safely. Okay. So no then, one thinks their friend, no one's going to be like, I think my friend needs to lose weight. Like, well, just I just mentioned, I want her to do it safely. So like I, she could offer her a resource, like, Hey, like, you know, a dietitian could help you do that in a, like a way that's safe. Like, you know, I heard on this podcast, this dietitian. Where I wrote an email about you. <laughs> where I wrote an email about you is this, this group, whatever, is like really helpful in that. Like they help people lose weight in a way that is safe. What I, well, like, I did wrong. Like I lost my period. That's so, that means like my body's shutting down. Like that is the unsafe way. And I'm like worried that I gave you all these tips and like, that's wrong. And like, you want to lose weight, do it. I don't think you need to, but obviously you do you. I love you regardless, but can you do it this way, please? Because right. I just, I'm worried that I just like sent you down this wrong path. Like that's also another good alternative because it's not like you're judging her like weight loss choices or like whatever it is. Right. 
I, th- I think that's a really good piece of advice because I think a piece of it is maybe even the writer in her wants to address like the glamorization of these disordered habits is a huge piece of the problem. And maybe it's even just like warning her off of it's not glamorous when you lose your period. And then I don't know what her doctor said as a result of that, but like from my own experiences, like if you try to do your egg freezing, it might not work. Like there's, there's health consequences. And so I know that it's easy to glamorize, but once you get there, it's like not as nice. (laughs) I hear you. The thing is like, if I were like the friend, like not the writer in her and I hear like you tell me about something that happened to you, but it didn't happen to me yet. I would not, it wouldn't like, it wouldn't penetrate. I would be like, well, I'll deal with it when it happens. I'm only care about losing weight. So like if you're instead giving me an option of like how I can do it in a way that doesn't happen, that to me is like, I would be like, oh. Yeah, no, I think that makes sense because you're like, I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. I'm just saying don't do it this way. Yeah. Agreed. It's a, that is a, such a complicated dynamic. I completely under, like that is something that I feel like is its own really challenging thing. And like, there's not enough, um, I don't know that that's not really part of the discussion, like the social elements around like competitive weight loss, not openly competitive, but yeah, you know, friends who diet together, friends who diet together. No, I agree. I agree. Or like friendships who are based on dieting. Um, yes. Good luck, UK Vetch, the writer in her. And um, <laughs> everyone, if you want to hear more of me and Sammy together, don't forget to subscribe to DSD Back for Seconds. You can do it directly in the DSD channel on Apple Podcasts or you on Spotify. You just look for DSD Back for Seconds. It's not in the same place as the DST regular show on Spotify, but it is on Apple Podcasts. So go do it. It's ad-free early listening to bonus episodes, but really episodes of me and Sammy for $2.99 a month. And that is it for today's episode of DRDST. And send your questions to DST at Betches.com. You can also call our hotline 212-287-5650 for us to play your voicemail. You can follow me at Aileen. You can follow Sammy at Sammy. You can follow Dice Starts Tomorrow at Dice Starts Tomorrow. And we're always with you through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Stacey Wong, and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Stacey Wong. Be sure to follow at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com. Betches.